0: Welcome, one and all, to the thrilling conclusion of Out There. Previously, John Brown, a pharmacist whose occupation has played no role in the story, discovered a radio signal, and then a cult formed, and then the president got involved. Um, it's all a little drawn out and convoluted, but the important thing to remember is that war was declared, not on a nation, but on an unnameable, uncertain foe of indeterminate size and power. And now, tonight's tale, we examine how that war plays out. Will the cult be brought to a swift and just conclusion? Restoring peace to the world? Or will it all backfire massively on the United States? Can the slanted hallway get away with these anti-government metaphors? Or will we be forced to produce patriotic works by the HUAC board? Who knows? The story continues. (laughs) Lieutenant General Robert Abernathy Gray, your supreme commanding officer. For many of you, this will be the last time you ever see me. For others, it will not be. Today you embark on the greatest mission of your lives. For me, it's a Tuesday. I say this not to discourage you, but to remind you how war is always happening all over the place. Just name a place, there's a war going on there right now. And if there isn't, then it's our job to make sure one starts there as soon as possible. Now I've got just one question for you, men. Are any of you scared? Uh, Yes. Well, you shouldn't be. If I had it my way, not a single one of you would end up dying for your country. Wars are not won by dying for your country. Wars are won by making whatever poor slab of fat is on the other end of your rifle die for his. And that's how we'll be conducting this war. All this guff you've heard about America not wanting to fight to keep out of this war is nonsense. All Americans want to fight. All the real Americans have as deep a bloodlust as I. Just think about those we admired when we were all kids. The fastest runner. The best marble shooter. The best hoop and stick player. I could go on. The boy who could hold his hand in the fire the longest. The one who wet the bed the most often. The one that could kill the most small animals. The point is clear. I could go on. No, the point is clear. The one who could swim the farthest out to sea. The one who could... I think you're getting it. The one who ate the most pies at the county fair. I, um, The winners, I mean. Anyway, I'll cut this short because I've got a gala luncheon to attend. Uh, while I sit here in the cozy comfort of my command base, you'll be loaded onto flat-bottom boats to fight the tide and the waves, make landfall on whatever it is that's out there, and then finally blast it into submission. No, you won't. Well, actually, I think we will. I know I'm here to get you all excited, but, uh, but the reality is it will be pretty easy.
1: Not if we have anything to say about it. We are the Holy Order of the Temporal of the Signal. Come to tear you down before you can wage war with God.
0: How did you even get in here? You called everyone into this speech. We just walked in. Oh, well, you know, my mistake. Men, here's the first battle. A little closer to home than we thought, but a little extra training never hurt. Fire and will. Hold your ground, my brothers, in the signal. It will protect us. Congratulations, men. Now you just have to go do that again, but next time in the water. See how easy it can be?
1: John Brown, is that you? Uh, Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, Mr. Silverman. What the hell are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be communing with the Holy Spirit through a coffee can and a string or something?
2: I don't need to hear any more of this nonsense.
1: Why not? The rest of us have had to sit through it for weeks.
2: You think I made that nonsense up? You think I made up a a, a prophecy to get myself sent on a suicide mission in the middle of the Atlantic? Of course. You've always been a glory hog. I'm John Brown. Pharmacist. That's all I am and all I want to be. Oh, sure. A pharmacist. Through no fault of his
1: own ends up being the guy from the president's speech. And all the religious books.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I get... It's pretty madcap, I'll give you that.
1: Madcap?
2: (laughs) We're way beyond that, Buster. Don't I know it. One day you're a nobody, and the next you're dragged out of the White House dungeon to fight. So, what is it? What is what?
1: You know, the signal. Where exactly are we going? How am I supposed to know? Well, you are the guy who found it. Shouldn't
2: you know? I don't know. I, I I don't know. And after the last month, I'm convinced no one else does either. All the bizarre interpretations, all this. I think it's all because we don't know what we're up against. That's what's scaring everybody. Maybe, but I'm mostly just a scared of dying. Well, yeah, that too.
1: You know, this is all... I don't know. You know, this is the first time I've ever seen the ocean. Oh yeah? What do you think of it? Wetter than I'd hoped, but can't have everything. Just thought I'd be seeing it with my family. You've got a family? No, I just thought I would. But the doctor told me working with radios 12 hours a day ain't good for producing offspring. Ooh, how's that? I never meet any women because I'm always in my basement talking to the radio.
2: Oh, I'm sorry about that.
1: It's not your fault. I'm sorry I tried to get the FBI to kill you. You did what?
2: Must be getting close now. The horn means they can see it from the cruisers. It must be just over the horizon there. If it is an alien or a god or something, we don't have much of a chance, do we? No, I suppose we don't. My god! Oh, it's it's the signal! Where
1: is it coming from? Ah, it's the boats. The metal is catching the radio waves. Uh, th- that can happen? I mean, I knew that. That normally only if you're touching a radio tower, the signal must be really powerful. Look, there it is. What the hell is that thing?
0: And so our brave young souls go on to meet that mysterious malevolent force that has for so long been just out of view. Were this story taking place in our world, we wouldn't even need to hear the rest, as our brave heroes would be nearly predestined for greatness. But what you may be forgetting is that they aren't in our world at all, but instead, down the dark, uncertain annals of the slanted hallway.
2: Forward forward. This. Oh, neither do I, but but it's either climb up to that platform or drown in the ocean. I know which one I'm picking.
1: Hey, 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 the ladder is the best option.
2: Fine, keep on going. I'm right behind you.
1: Hold oh, fire? Hold oh, fire!
2: Did we win already? John, you're not gonna
1: believe what's up here. Grab my hand. Ow. Yeah. Thanks.
2: What is this place?
1: I've got no idea, but it doesn't look like anybody's here.
2: Yeah, and the radio signal has stopped.
1: Maybe they left when they saw us coming on board. Maybe, but on board of what? Looks like an oil rig. I've seen pictures of one at a job fair back home. Good pay if you can get to work. Lousy benefits, though. Oh,
2: well, it's big enough to fit a whole city. Maybe more than that.
0: Stop fraternizing. Go clear the buildings on the east side. This will be the rendezvous point. Roll out. Here's the plan. You stay on this side of the
1: door. I'll bust it open and lay down some suppressing fire. You run in and check
2: to see if it's clear. Deal? Well, well, hold on, Buster. Wouldn't that mean you would just shoot me? Would you prefer getting shot by the enemy? I'd prefer not getting shot by anyone.
1: Well, John, we don't know what's in there. And if there is something in there, it's most likely armed, so it's either going to be me maybe hitting you or them definitely hitting you.
2: Or you could just push the door open with your rifle, see if anything starts shooting. Oh, fine, sure. I guess it's empty. Looks like it, but keep your guard up. Doesn't really look like the bases we were staying in. No, It's got a kind of eerily familiar quality to it, though. It's like I've been here before. I know what you mean. It's like the convenience of big city
1: living meets the quiet comfort of Main Street USA. What makes you say that? This sign that says the convenience of big city living meets the quiet comfort of Main Street USA.
2: Oh, hey, hey, come check this out. What is it? Exceptionally well-priced slacks. And look over there. Lawnmowers. As far
1: as the eye can see. And their electronics section has everything my store has and so much
2: more. A military installation with a department store?
1: Whatever this place is,
2: it's fantastic. Well, all right. I think I found something of actual use. A power switch. Do we pull it? Oh, we were sent here to die anyway. Might as well.
1: It's
0: a Gagamin's warehouse. You mean like the
1: catalog? Yeah. Yeah, these guys make a really killer vacuum cleaner. Welcome to Gagamin. Please hold for Mr. Gagamin. Hello. Welcome to Gagamin. Hello. Please hold for Mr. Gagamin.
0: You guys are a little early, but I don't blame you. I'd be running for these deals, too, if I didn't own the company. Who are you? Oh, me, no one special. Hi, I'm John R. Gagaman Jr., owner of the Gagamans Corporation. And before you ask your next question, this, all this, is the brand new one-of-a-kind Gagamans All-in-One Mega Mart and Warehouse, a little scheme I cooked up a few years ago. Glad to see people are so eager to get here. Put your hands up! Whoa, 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 boys! No need to get all bold and brash. We're all friends here. This whole installation is permanent, and, uh, I've paid some of my taxes, okay? We're all on the same side here.
2: So all of this was caused by some kind of
0: commercial? No, no, no. That noise you're hearing is much, much more than a commercial. It's our latest product, the Gagamans Wonderland NeuroInhibitor. A special new form of radio that drives the brain to crave savings!
2: It started a cult and destroyed half the country!
0: Yeah, we're still working out the kinks, but you can't deny it did bring a lot of people to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. We're talking international waters. And you know what that means.
2: No sales tax!
0: You better believe it, little buddy.
2: Why not just build it in, I don't know, New Hampshire?
0: New Hampshire wasn't testing well. Apparently many people think sunburnt motorcycle riders named Rich are majorly yucky. And I just couldn't have that. Why not just tell us? Why let all of this happen? Allow me to demonstrate. Boy, what's your name? Silverman, sir! Well, Mr. Sir, would you mind standing here right next to this sign? Sure! Now folks, Silverman is standing directly under the device that emits the Wonderland Neuroinhibitor. Over the next 30 seconds, you'll be able to watch in real time as he goes from normal human man to animal desperate for a deal on canned goods, and then loses the ability to speak or eat before his brain literally melts from the radiation. What? And it begins. But I don't want to die.
1: Please, God, no.
0: All I want in this life uh, is to save
1: a penny everywhere I can and purchase large quantities of shelf stable products. Ah,
0: ah, ah. So, as you can see, until we can prolong what we've dubbed the optimal purchase period, we're stuck with a bunch of melted brains that were just about to sign an extended warranty. This information, of course, was supposed to stay firmly within the grasp of our shareholders, uh, but some lucky ducky out there happened to cross the signal.
2: Uh, Well, that doesn't explain the new religious movement.
0: Well, that's easy. You see, most people are stupid and desperate for a unique answer to the big questions in life. Christianity just doesn't have that unique pizzazz the 20th century consumer wants. Well, okay, well... No more questions, please, and thank you. I want you all off my property before I melt your brain with my commercial-slash-death ray. Oh, and Commander, if this warehouse thing doesn't work out, I'll be in touch.
1: Mr. President,
0: the invasion was a disaster. Ah, jeez, well, we could still save this operation. How many have died so far? None yet, sir. Oh, perfect. Well, then, uh... The
1: information we did find could be a matter of... Hold
0: on, hold on. I'm thinking here. Uh, what will get me re-elected? Well,
1: sir, you're already on your second term. Oh,
0: yeah. In that case, what will cement my legacy for all time? Sir, the factory we invaded
1: has a... What's this here on the map? That's the sovereign nation of Chile, sir.
0: So we don't own it? No, sir. Uh, are they stronger than us?
1: no but that's not strictly speaking
0: just send the troops there we can add a couple of new stars to the flag you know make them democratic or something Feel you, you know for a second there you, you really scared me huh chilly i guess put them in jackets first man being the commander-in-chief is easy
2: Oh, it may have taken a little longer than I wanted, but yes, Lucy. My sweet little shirt factory fire. I, I'm back, and I'm staying for good. So what was out there, honeysuckle? Oh, well, they said if I tell anyone, they'll kill you. Oh, well, that's not great, cinnamon stick. No, I suppose not. But hey, look over here, little... Uh, Little, little two toes. Look what I brought—a vacuum cleaner. And <laughs> not just any vacuum cleaner—a genuine Gagaman suck vac. It can pull oil right out of the ground, so it should do wonders for our house. But John, hold on, little vanilla pudding. I've got something else—a dishwasher. Oh, John, you shouldn't have. That's right. A genuine Gaggenau six-in-one dishwasher. It can remove the toughest grease and has a bonus extension for making candles. Oh, John, it's all so wonderful. These fantastic new modern appliances are going to make our lives so wondrously easy to live. But, John, what, Lucy, little bunny-nosed rabbit? What's wrong? John, dearest, can we really afford them? Oh, of course we can. Thanks to all the discounts at the new and improved Gagamin's Wonderland Warehouse, well, the same day, low, low prices and financing options available. It's a shame we already own all this. Otherwise, I'd go out right now and buy them all over again. Lucy, my modest sheepskin hat. I think our lives are going to be pretty great from here on out. Of course they will, John. Thanks, Thanks to, to Gagamans.
0: I probably should have mentioned at the top of this program that this evening's broadcast was sponsored by Gagamans, and they had some pretty hefty content inclusion specifications. I guess one interpretation is that everyone was brainwashed into loving Gagamans? That'd be scary, right? Doesn't explain why the president invaded Chile, though. I'll admit that was from the original draft, and we couldn't find a product to fit that scene. Oh, shoot, it could have been Gagaman's map. Ah, well, there goes my extra 50 bucks. Good night and pleasant nightmares. (laughs)